Welcome to the Good Old Days of Radio Show. This is John Tefteller, your host, as always, and it's Tuesday, Comedy Day. We've been playing a lot of adventure shows on Thursday, so we're kind of laying off the drama for Tuesday, uh, and we're featuring more comedy lately. Going to hear an episode today of the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show. George Burns lived to just shy of 100 years old and is known to most people over 40, (laughs) maybe over 30, I'm not sure, but at least over 40, did a famous movie in the 70s with George, uh, George Burns, with uh, John Denver called Oh God, uh, did The Sunshine Boys with Jack Lemmon. George had a very long career, starting in vaudeville with his partner, Gracie Allen, who became his wife, and then into radio and short films, and then television, and lasted on television until Gracie retired in 62, 63, somewhere in there. And then George became a frequent guest on talk shows and all over the place, and then finally became a old, old-time comedian uh, until his death at just shy of 100 years old. So what we have today is the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show from February 17th, 1949, with special guest Mr. and Mrs. James Mason. Pamela Mason, uh, James Mason's wife, was a frequent participant in quiz shows and all kinds of crazy stuff in the 70s, and uh, she was all over TV doing all kinds of things as a panelist on these different uh, different shows. And James Mason, of course, is a very famous longtime British actor, appeared in North by Northwest as the villain, also in the film Charade with Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant as the villain. Many of you young folks might remember him as the caretaker for the vampire in the TV miniseries Salem's Lot in the late 70s. So here we go with George Burns and Gracie Allen with special guests James and Pamela Mason. Another cup of Maxwell House coffee, George? Sure, pour me a cup, Gracie. You know, Maxwell House is always good to the last drop. That drop's good, too. Yes, it's Maxwell House coffee time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. With our special guest tonight, Mr. and Mrs. James Mason, yours truly, Toby Reed, Harry Lubin, the Maxwell House Orchestra, and Bill Goodwin. For America's Thursday night comedy enjoyment, it's George and Gracie. And for America's everyday coffee-drinking enjoyment, it's Maxwell House. Always good to the last drop. Well, as we join the Burnses today, Gracie is just giving George a bit of thrilling news. George, I just found out the most exciting thing. Guess who moved from England and lives right here in Beverly Hills? Who? James Mason. No. Yes, and his wife, or as they say in England, his old fruit. (laughs) Uh, Remember remember Mason in the Seventh Vale? Wasn't he great? Oh, wonderful. And just think, now he's our neighbor. We're almost close enough to hear his wife scream. (laughs) Well, why should his wife scream? Well, it must hurt when he beats her with that cane. Gracie, he only did that in the movie. 
In real life, James Mason is probably very kind and gentle. Don't you dare say such mean things about him. <laughs> mean things? Kind and gentle. That's a fine way to talk about that magnificent monster. <laughs> I'm sorry I insulted him. Mm, what a man. He's Humphrey Bogart with a broad A. <laughs> yes, uh... Sure, 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 sure. You sure. know, some girls dream of getting a husband who'll cover them with diamonds and mink. <laughs> I'd rather have James Mason and be covered with Band-Aid. <laughs> you what? Sure. Women love to be dominated. But in all the years we've been married, you've never struck me once. You're very selfish, George. <laughs> yes, I'm a mess. Well... Please try to act rough and rugged when the Masons get here. I'm going to invite them over for a visit. Gracie, you can't do that. They're reserved English people, and they won't accept an invitation from a stranger. Oh, my goodness, I feel like I know Mr. Mason. I've been using his jars for years. <laughs> That's a different Mason who makes Mason jars. Well, my father belongs to his lodge. <laughs> That's the Masonic Lodge, and that has nothing to do with James Mason. And while you're at it, you can also forget the Mason and Dixon line. That I knew. Well, good, good, good. I've never seen Dixon, but Mason doesn't need a line. <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. With those piercing black eyes and that cane, all he has to do is give you a look and a clop. <laughs> Gracie, for the last time, Mason is not that type of man. He's very soft-spoken and gentle. As a matter of fact, his hobby is raising cats. You mean pussy cats? No, Sam Cats, Balaban's partner. <laughs> he, owns he owns the Chicago Theater. Remember? We had trouble with our laundry? Yes. Now, forget about inviting the Masons over. Uh, we have absolutely nothing in common with them. No? No. They're British and we're Americans. They're in the movies, we're in radio. Their hobby is raising cats. Ours is raising our hoopah. Uh. I hope. <laughs> so, their hobby is raising cats. Sure, they've, uh, they've written a book. The cat's in our lives. I see. Well, goodbye, dear. Where are you going? Out. Uh, just a minute, hmm? just a minute, young lady. If uh, you don't tell me where you're going, you're not leaving this house. <gasps> Oh, George, how thrilling. You, you ordered me not to leave the house. If you keep it up, you'll be just like James Mason. Yeah, I'll go get my cane. Yeah. <laughs> so, dear, practice while I'm gone. I'll practice, goodbye. yes, goodbye. Mm, George has no imagination. So we need something in common with the Masons. So we'll have it. Yes. Oh, hello. I'm your neighbor, Mrs. Burns. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Burns? I'm Mr. Mason, and this is my wife, Pamela. How do you do? I, um, I just dropped by to ask you if you've seen anything of a stray cat. No. Did you lose one? Yes. My husband has a rare and valuable collection, and one of them disappeared. Really? 
It so happens that Mrs. Mason has quite a collection of cats. You don't say! Yes. In our family, my wife is the fancier. Oh, I don't know. You're pretty cute yourself. <laughs> I meant she's an expert on cats. Oh, you uh, mean like my husband? Yes. How many do you have, Mrs. Burns? Oh, only one. Uh, that's all the husbands they allow in this country. <laughs> I believe she was asking about cats, not husbands. Well, we, uh, we had 15 when I left the house. Of course, there may be more when I get back. See, our, our mother cat is very popular. <laughs> is she expecting a litter? No, her boyfriends can't write. <laughs> from the back fence. Mrs. Burns, when a cat has a litter, she gives birth to kittens. I don't doubt it. <laughs> oh, a shock like that. Would you care to try, Pam? Thank you, James. Um, uh, Mrs. Burns, what kind of cats do you have? The kind with four legs and fur. Yes, of course. But um, do you have any Persians or Siamese? Um, no, we don't keep people, just cats. <laughs> She's yours again, James. Thank you, James. <laughs> Mrs. Burns, what is your method of raising cats? Well, uh, we put both hands under their tummy and lift. Pam? <laughs> Righto. Do your cats have pedigrees? Oh, no, no. We keep them very clean. <laughs> James? Uh, quiet. <laughs> Have your cats ever been in a show? Oh, yes, they love Mickey Mouse. <laughs> they like your pictures too, Mr. Mason. Pam? Uh, what do you feed your cats? Uh, uh, cheese. Cheese? Well, yes, they're too aristocratic to go looking for mice. And this way, the mice smell their breath and come looking for them. <laughs> James? No, thank you, dear. I've had enough. <laughs> Mrs. Burns, we'd like very much to have a chat with your husband. Oh, wonderful. Here's our address. Come right over. Thank you. Now we can see for ourselves this wonderful collection of cats. Oh, oh yes, the cats. Well, um, you better wait for about an hour or so. I don't think they're home right now. I suppose your husband has taken them out for an airing. <laughs> oh, I love that English accent. <laughs> take them out for an airing. They eat airing and alibut at home. <laughs> we'll be expecting you. Well, having told the Masons that her husband has a collection of cats, Gracie now has to produce them. So she has slipped a sardine into George's coat pocket and has talked him into walking through an alley with her. Gracie, I don't get it. Why walk through an alley? We've got sidewalks. Oh, but this is so quiet and romantic. Only you could think an alley is romantic. Rita Hayworth thinks so, too. <laughs> That's a different kind of an alley. And another thing. Oh, go away, Kitty. Go away. Go away. And another thing. I keep smelling fish. 
Oh, well, that's just the wind blowing in from the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> it's blowing the opposite direction. Oh? Oh, well, then it's the wind from the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> that's the other side of New York. We're in Los Angeles. I know. Think how it must smell in Kansas City. <laughs> And an Altoona, too. Uh, another cat following me. Oh, isn't that sweet? Those darling little kitties like you. Kitties? These are Skid Row Tomcats. <laughs> Coming at me from all directions. Shoot. Scats. Oh, be careful, dear. You know, I think that black one could throw you. Let's head for home, but fast. He's broken. Mm. There's someone at the front door, George. Will you answer it? I can't get up. There are ten cats on my lap. They're swarming all over me. Oh, all right. I'll go to the door. Oh, how do you do, Mr. and Mrs. Mason? Come right in. Thank you, Mrs. Burns. We're so anxious to meet your husband. Oh, you'll love him, Mrs. Mason. He's the same type as your husband. Beats me all the time. What? Your husband beats you? Oh, he's so British. Well, um, step right this way. <laughs> he's, uh, he's frolicking with, the, with his cat. Yes, I see him in the chair. He looks very distinguished with that long black mustache. Oh, no, one of the cats has his tail in his face again. <laughs> but that's my husband and his famous collection of rare cats. Really? A bit moth-eaten, wouldn't you say? Yes, but the cats love him anyway. <laughs> I meant the cats. Oh, well, come on and meet George. Darling, look who's here, Mr. and Mrs. James Mason. What? How do you do, Mr. Burns? How do you do? By Jove, Mr. Burns, I've never seen cats so devoted to a man. Yes, look, James. They're trying to stick their heads into his coat pocket. Well, they're, they're so shy in front of strangers. Shoot. Get off of me. Get off. There seems to be a curious mixture of breeds. Pam, what would you say that grey one is? Well, it could be part Maltese, but it's difficult to tell. It's shedding its fur. Well, yes, it's part Maltese and part striptease. <laughs> well, Mr. Mason, how do you like the collection? The real cats, aren't they? I'm trying to decide. <laughs> Mr. Burns, your wife told us about your cat collection, but we never expected anything like this. You must have tamed these creatures with a chair and a whip. Wait a minute. My wife told you I collected cats? Gracie, I want to speak to you in the next room. Uh, yes, dear. Uh, excuse me, please. Certainly. Come on. Oh, stop. Stop hanging on to me. Get away. Get away. Well, Pam, isn't that the oddest collection of cats you ever saw? Yes, but they fit in nicely with the people. Ah. <laughs> Mrs. Burns is a bit uh, eccentric, isn't she? Quite. Of course, you can't blame her. That cologne he uses would drive anyone nuts. Yes. It must be called Evening on a Live Bait Boat. Hmm. <laughs> Strange people, these Americans.
can't give you anything but love, one of our really top American tunes. Way back in 1928, when it was first introduced, folks bought more than a million copies. What's the secret of a hit tune? Well, it's not one, but many things. Melody, rhythm, harmony. And they must all be expertly combined. Now listen a moment. Here's another great song from 1928. It's still a top favorite today. But can you name it when you hear just this mellow harmony? Listen now when we add this lovely counter melody for richness. You still need the vigorous rhythm. And now listen to this grand song as you've always enjoyed it. The final arrangement, complete with the full-bodied melody. I'll Get By, truly a great song, isn't it? Yes, and like all the wonderful music we hear and enjoy, year after year, it's made up of not one, but many fine orchestral parts, all skillfully blended in a final full, rich arrangement. And friends, it takes this same skill in blending to bring you the famous brand of coffee that most Americans drink and enjoy, delicious Maxwell House coffee. It's flavor, rich, satisfying, good-to-the-last-drop flavor that's made Maxwell House America's favorite brand of coffee. And to create this superb flavor, our Maxwell House experts combine not one, but many choice coffees from the highlands of Latin America. First, they select premium grades of Manizales coffees for mellowness. To these coffees, fine medallions are added for richness. Next, other choice coffees are added to the Maxwell House blend for vigor. And then Bucaramanga's coffees contribute their fine, full body. This perfectly balanced Maxwell House blend is then radiant roasted to flavor perfection and brought to you vacuum packed and roaster fresh. And because you folks on the West Coast really know and enjoy coffee at its best, Maxwell House is blended and roasted for you right here on the West Coast to satisfy your critical tastes. So tomorrow, discover all the extra flavor that's yours in every cup of America's favorite brand of coffee, famous Maxwell House. Always good to the last drop. Well, George still doesn't know that Gracie slipped a sardine into his coat pocket so that his popularity with cats would impress the James Masons. Show, show, show. Get off of me. You back fence baritones. No, George, please. The Mason's right in the next room. Can't understand why these cats keep trying to stick their heads into my coat pocket. The world could be in there that, uh... I see. What is this you put in my pocket? Uh, just a cigar, dear. Oh, yeah? Well, I've looked at a lot of cigars. But this is the first one that looked back at me. <laughs> Here, look at it. Oh, how cute. A cigar with a mouth. 
pig can blow out its own smoke. Gracie, this is a sardine. Really? Well, here, I'll light it for you. <laughs> you expect me to smoke this? Well, why not? My brother Willie works in the cannery. He smokes fish all day. <laughs> so that's why these cats followed me. You stuck this fish in my pocket. Well, darling, I wanted to make a good impression on James Mason and his wife. They're crazy about cats. Well, fine. They can have these as a present. Come on. Excuse us for being so long, folks. Oh, that's quite all right. Oh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mason, my husband has decided to give you his rare collection of cats. What? It's a gesture to welcome you to this country. We should have stood in England. <laughs> that black one might be useful, James. You could hang your hat on its hip bone. Yeah. <laughs> Say, wait a minute. Look at that magnificent white person under the chair. Oh, he's a splendid fellow. I didn't see him before. I think he's been hiding from the others. Uh, Mrs. Mason, if you like him, he's yours. Oh, Mr. Burns, do you mean it? Certainly. Oh, I could just kiss you. Well, you better not kiss my husband. If you do, I'll kiss your husband. I didn't really mean it, Mrs. Burns. Oh, come on, please kiss him. <laughs> I think you meant that. I think we'd better be running along. Yes, thank you again for this wonderful cat. Well, tally-ho, Mrs. Mason, or as you English say, goodbye. <laughs> I'll carry the cat outside for you. Pam, I have an idea. Let's call the cat George in honor of our favorite American entertainer. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Why not? That George Jessel is a very clever chap. <laughs> oh, 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 yes, Jessel, one of Edward's boys, yes. <laughs> Goodbye, and thanks again. Goodbye. See, George, what were you three talking about out there? Nothing, dear. You know, Mrs. Mason certainly has a crush on you. I'm surprised she didn't take you home. Oh, stop. Well, she started flirting with you the minute she walked into this house. I saw her give you the double wink. The, uh, the double wink? Well, sure. She took one look at you and closed both eyes. <laughs> yes, she adores me. George, I just dropped by to tell you that you're in big trouble. One of the neighbors says you stole his white Persian tomcat. Holy smoke. Followed me home and uh, I gave it to James Mason. Well, then you better get it back. That's a valuable animal. That's the second most famous tomcat in town. Second? <laughs> I'm the first. <laughs> Gosh, Bill, I'm ashamed to ask for that cat back. You do it for me. Okay. Gee, I never thought the day had come when I'd say I wanted George Burns' puss. <laughs> come on, I'll drive you over there. I've just got to get that cat back. Well, Pam, how are you getting on with the new cat? Oh, famously, darling. I've bathed him and brushed him, and he's simply beautiful. Aren't you, George? <coughs> See, he already responds to his new name. Strange that Burns should have one thoroughbred among all those mongrels. You know, I'll wager it was Mrs. Burns who collected all those battered old veterans. Why should she do that? Well, having acquired Mr. Burns, she wanted a matched set. <laughs> Would you answer the door, darling? I want to go out in the garden and have a romp with George. Very well, dear. Come along, boy. Hiya, Jimmy. How's the boy? 
I beg your pardon, have we met? Well, no, but surely you recognize me. I do picture work. I'm sorry, we have none to be framed. <laughs> no, I, I, I act in pictures. I'm the darling of the American screen. Haven't you seen these dimples, these blonde curls? Don't tell me you're Mary Pickford. <laughs> I'm Bill Goodwin, but enough about me. Mr. Burns sent me over to ask you if you'd return that white Persian cat. But that was a gift to Mrs. Mason, and she's become extremely fond of it. Well, I'm sure she listened to reason. You, you British are such fine, generous people. <laughs> You've always been so gracious and understanding. Oh. That's the basis of the wonderful relationship between our two countries. That traditional British love of fair play and good sportsmanship. By Jove, I like the way you talk, Mr. Goodwin. And every word comes straight from my heart. Let's continue this discussion over a cup of tea. Fine. Well, as I was saying, you... Ooh. <laughs> tea! <laughs> How dare you insult me like that? I drink nothing but Maxwell House coffee. <laughs> Offering me tea. Can't you British take a hint? We dumped that stuff overboard 200 years ago. And so <laughs> what are you trying to do, start another revolution? I'm awfully sorry. You'll never sir. talk this country out of Maxwell House. Coffee? It's America's favorite brand. A blend of choice highland-grown Latin American coffees, radiant roasted to the peak of flavor perfection. And you want us to drink tea? You, you skinny Charles Lawton! <laughs> Calm down, Mr. Goodwin. I'm well aware of the merits of Maxwell House coffee. I think it's quite delicious and refreshing. It's too late to butter up to me now. I'm going out among people who know that Maxwell House coffee is rich and mellow, Good to the last drop. Goodbye. Bill, where's the cat? What did Mason say? Oh, George, I'm too mad to talk about it. I'm going over to the golf course and cool off. Okay, I'll talk to you over there. I'll meet you on the first tee. Tee? <laughs> Take that. Oh. Goodbye, you traitor. I wonder why he slugged me. I'm his boss. I give him a salary. Why, every week I pay him... Maybe I better give him a raise. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gracie has learned that her husband was last seen at the Masons. Convinced that Mrs. Mason is trying to steal him, Gracie hurries over to get him back. I'll get it, Pam. It may be that mad coffee merchant again. Oh, it's you, Mrs. Burns. Come in. I've come to get George. Oh, oh, please don't. I've grown so fond of him. Must you take him away? <laughs> yes, I must. Mrs. Burns, I appeal to you. You certainly do, but I've come to get George. <laughs> please let my wife keep him, Mrs. Burns. You wouldn't object? Not at all. If it makes Pam happy, I'll even let him sleep on the foot of our bed. Gee, <laughs> you English are broad-minded. <laughs> I'm sure James will pay, be glad to pay you for him. You... You want to buy him? Yes, I'll give you $50. Why'd you hesitate, Mrs. Burns? Is he worth more? No, the price is right, but I love him. <laughs> I don't blame you. He is adorable. He has such a shiny coat. Well, <laughs> if you think that's shiny, wait till you see his pants. <laughs> 
What a cute way to describe his little fuzzy legs. You, 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 you've seen those? Certainly. When I gave him his bath. You, you gave him a bath? Yes. Well, well, if he lets you do that, I've lost him. He's yours, Mrs. Mason. Oh, thank you. Oh, but be kind to him. Remember, he's getting old. You'd never know it. He acts quite frisky around me. Oh. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's your first day together. He was frisky on our first day, too. <laughs> Any particular diet we should give him? Oh, no, no. Just to help him to the table and put a napkin around his neck so he won't spill food on himself. You think of him almost as a man, don't you? Well, yes, and you must, too, no matter how people laugh. <laughs> Any other instructions? Well, he's, uh, he's used to having a clean nightshirt every week. He sleeps in a nightshirt? Always. Well, it's a sweet idea, but uh, aren't they rather bunchy around the tail? <laughs> Him. George smokes cigars? A dozen a day. He'd be a sensation in vaudeville. No, no, you're wrong. He tried it. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll be going. Tell him goodbye for me. Wouldn't you like to see him before you go? After his bath, he looks so cute and fluffy. No, no, I'm going home. Just tell him to, he can stop by any time and pick up his golf clubs and toothbrush. <laughs> goodbye. Did she say golf clubs and toothbrush? Yes. Pam, we've really got ourselves a cat. <laughs> Hello, Gracie. I'm home. Well, decided to come crawling home to me. Eh, Fluffy? <laughs> Fluffy? My, aren't we nice and clean after our bath? Fluffy? Hmm, I suppose you had a perfectly delightful afternoon. Enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I did. You did, eh? Well, I'm leaving. Why is she mad at me? I'm her husband. Her partner. Every week I divide our salary. I give her... Maybe I'd better start splitting it even. Join us again next Thursday when we'll all be back. George Burns, Gracie Allen, Bill Goodwin, Harry Lubin, and the Maxwell House Orchestra, and yours truly, Toby Reed. Good night, everybody. We're a little late. Good things. The easy way. Do you like good things the easy way? Then get instant Maxwell House coffee. So good. So good. True coffee flavor and fragrance because Instant Maxwell House is not a so-called coffee product. It's all pure Maxwell House coffee in instant form. And so easy. So easy. Instant Maxwell House means great coffee instantly in your cup. No fuss, no muss, no bother. Today, try Instant Maxwell House. Instantly good to the last drop. Until next Thursday, good night and good luck from the makers of Maxwell House, America's favorite brand of coffee. Always good to the last drop. 
The George Burns and Gracie Allen Show is written by Paul Henning and Keith Fowler. Okay, George Burns and Gracie Allen from February 17th, 1949, with James and Pamela Mason as their guest, and all about cats and comparing George Burns to cats there, to a cat. That was pretty good stuff. At one point, Gracie says something about raising cats, and George says, no, I'm only interested in raising our hooper. What he's referring to in that little joke, which no one today would know, are the Hooper ratings. And Hooper ratings were what uh, the Nielsen ratings are to television. It would say how, how many people were listening to the Burns and Allen show. So he wanted to raise his Hooper and raise his ratings, which means that they could then get more money from Maxwell House Coffee or whoever was sponsoring the show. All right, that's it for the good old days of radio show for today. Back on Thursday with Top Ten Adventure. We're winding that one down. I think we just have a few left. And then back again next Tuesday with more probably comedy. So check out the Facebook page. Check out www.goodolddaysofradio.com. Goodolddaysofradio.com. And that's it. See you later. Thank you.